Hello and welcome to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. I'm your host, Adam Caster. Here is always my co-host at Birdsall. Mr. Birdsall, how are you? I'm fine. Arsenal with a very big win in their return to the Champions League today. Very, very good stuff. Um, let's see, what else? Um, the Puka Dakua song is, a, is an international smash hit. Cam Akers was traded today. Kareem Hunt was signed. Busy-ass day. Oh, Busy and the Bears defensive day. coordinator resigned as well. I'm sorry? The Bears defensive coordinator? He, re- uh, he resigned? Yes. Yeah, I was, yes. uh, I was not going to bring that up, but yes. I, well, that, we're talking about that game. So, that did it. That did happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's 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 not like you know the Bears defense was number one defense in football, and then the uh, Bears defensive coordinator resigned because of um, of some charges that were levied his way. Well, I'm sure that you and Jake had a ton of fun talking about the NFC and Saquon Barkley's injury, and um, you know all the fun matchups on that side of the coin. But now maybe, we're talking about the AFC. Maybe the earliest podcast that I've ever done for this show. Really? We recorded at 7.30 Wednesday morning. Wow. 7.30 well, in up. the morning. We're both up. At that point, that point, I was I was two and a half hours into my day. Wow. Yeah. Happens. This yeah. is this is my life during the season. Is I'm up early and I work late. That's just that's just my life. You know what's funny? Actually, last night, um, and we're recording this on Wednesday. Yes. So you'll be hearing this on Thursday. Yes. Um, last night I was, you know, up playing video games, and I was like, oh, let me check on waivers and see when waivers process. And for the non-guillotine, waivers process at one in the morning, my time, approximately. One of them, I was like, oh, I could. St-. It was like twelve thirty, and I still had to actually finish unpacking after getting back home. I was like, oh, I could stay up, and so I wanted to see my waiver claims process in real time, but it was like one twenty, and they still didn't, pro- and they still hadn't processed. I was like, yeah, it's this wonky. is ridiculous. It, it's like in and around three, but there are times there are times where it'll process at four, it'll process at five. It, it, the the system is just wonky. It's like whenever the system you know gets around to your league, kind of. Yeah. Well, it's weird because the non-guillotine processes at one Mountain Time, three Eastern, but the non-guillotine or the guillotine processes at noon Eastern. Well, yes, I ma- I made that decision. Okay. Yeah, I made that decision. I and- didn't realize that until you texted me that I got Damian Pierce. Well, uh, well, uh, to and, and to be fair, I do really, I I don't like the noon waivers at all. So I'll you, be I'll be changing that. I'll be changing okay. that next year. I, I I hate it. It's kind of weird. Something, there's something so nice about just wake about waking up, checking your team, seeing who you got on waivers, setting your lineups, and then you can just forget about it for the, for the rest of the day, like. No, it's it, it it's it's silly. It's 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 silly. I, I, what I will say is that it's great for if you're on ESPN and you have continuous waivers and you know you don't have the ability to make same day pickups on Sunday because the ESPN system is is absolutely fucking wonky. Then it's great for that because you could see who's out and then putting claims 
And then when waivers run at 12, then, you know, you could have those guys instead of making this the same day uh, pickups. But outside of that, it's uh, yeah, it's shitty. It's shitty. Because yeah. I, I, like I said, I enjoy I enjoy all my other leagues when I wake up at at five, five thirty. And if waivers ran, I could see who I got. I can make my pickups if I if I want to. Um, I could put more bids in for any players that were released and that's it. That's it. And set lineups and, and have a grand old time. And it's like, you know, 1230 or 12 o'clock. You got to just go do the process all over again. And it's, it's, uh, it's annoying. Yeah, actually. And this is mainly, I mean, this is part of this is me being selfish and wanting to know your rationale behind it. And the other part of it is maybe some advice for, any commissioners are thinking about doing a guillotine next season, but is there a reason why you did continuous waivers as opposed to waivers and then free agency? Because it should never be a race about who is the first one to the app to pick somebody up. Okay. That's, that's the rationale. You got to give everyone an equal opportunity, especially in a league like that. All right. Like if, you know, if the cream hunt news breaks, it's first person to get to the app. First person to get the notification, they get to the app, wins cream hunt. Like that's not fair. No, I get that. That's not fair. It should be everyone, everyone sees the news, has an opportunity to process it, put in their bids, and whoever wants them the most gets them. That's how it should be. Well, that's the most fair with Fab. And I agree with you. And Fab is also like an equalizer in that in that regard as well. Right. And then the one thing that I wish ESPN did do was allow the same day pickups on on Sundays. And I have, for what it's worth, I'm I'm doing the community well. I, I have talked to a few people at ESPN about that. Oh wow! To allow a setting, to allow a setting where you can unlock waivers on on Sunday. That would be nice. Because that would be a game changer. That would be an absolute game changer. Because I mean, what if like. You know, for example, Cam Akers, surprise and active. Um, and you I can tell you right now, I only I found that that information with about 120 seconds to spare before lineups locked at one o'clock. Yeah, and then you know you're you're shit out of luck in that in that case. Uh yeah. Yeah. Shit shit so, out of luck is way of putting is way of putting it mildly. No. Yeah. Well anyway, um so Enough about that. Let's talk about these AFC hosted uh, games. So it's actually, I'm pretty sure it's an even split uh, this week between AFC and NFC hosted games. Sure. 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 <laughs> I don't count. Oh, I think I counted it this morning, but whatever. We'll still, you know, there's still a lot uh, to talk about. Fabulous. And let's get into it. So, Tennessee at Cleveland. Oh boy. Um, this is going to be interesting. Uh, a lot of news out of this game. I mean, where do you even start? I mean, Derek Henry is one. He popped up on the injury report. I believe it was today. Like, is this more of a maintenance day thing for him? Probably. Um, I wouldn't be worried would- about it. Yeah, that's, I mean that's really- that's the thing with the with the Wednesday injury reports is for a lot of these guys it's all maintenance days. Yeah, 
Um, I know that. Uh, let's see. And nobody. Well, Amari Cooper is one. Um, Amari Cooper is going to be on the injury report for the rest of the season. Ah, one of those, one of those kind of situations. That is how, that is how it was dating back to Dallas. <laughs> it was on the injury report every week. And he played every week. Yeah, I mean, I guess it works. All right, so let's get into those uh, start sets. And um, Cleveland, good defense at home. Are you even starting Ryan Tannehill anyway? Like in a vacuum, um, super flex options. I think you, I think you, you can consider it, but in 10, 10, no, 12, no, 14, maybe if you, if you're, if you're in a bind, but I, generally I would say no. Yeah. And obviously you're starting Derek Henry. Um, yeah. Ty, Ty J Spears is, could be a start also. No, no. In in a guillotine, maybe. Well, that that is that's such a niche scenario, Adam. No, I know. Okay. No, you're not. You're you're not starting Tajay Spears. No. Unless, of course, Derrick Henry, you know, somehow doesn't play, but he'll play. Well, I'd be shocked. He'll play. Uh, what about the receivers? You get Hopkins and uh, Burks. Um, I'm a little worried about Hopkins. A little bit. A teeny tiny bit. He's like a flex option for me this week. Uh, and Burks, much the same. Lower end. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough matchup for both of them. Um, Cleveland is... These are early, early rankings. Um, but one of my favorite features on ESPN Fantasy is that you know you have the opposing team rank as based on points allowed. Um, Cleveland is the second best in points allowed to receivers. So keep that yes. in mind, even though it's been two weeks. <laughs> yeah, but there's there there. We know what the Titans are going to do. Run the ball as much as they possibly can with Derrick Henry. Yeah, exactly. Um, And then Chico Conquo. No, nope. Need to see it. All right. Okay. Even Cleveland. though, even though, even though tight end is just, is, is, is so stinky. Nah. I can't. I, I. I can't. God, it's like every year of this podcast, every dating back to the required radio fantasy show. Has well, there I mean, ever been I, a year? Has there ever been a year where we were like tight end is okay? I actually think tight end is okay. I actually think tight end is okay. It's still shitty, but it's not as shitty. I guess. I mean, I don't know. It's still shitty. But it's yes. not as. <laughs> Instead of a massive wet dump, it's a solid dump. All right. I have no comment on that. There, there's no explosive diarrhea. Which is good. Which is good. It's enough to have a clean wipe. Okay, let's go into Cleveland. Sure. And talk and talk about Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Oh, Deshaun Watson. Oh, you really hate to see him doing terrible. I definitely hate to see him do terrible and don't think he deserves it for for things. Check but anyway, your pers- check your personal feelings at the door. Okay, well, he hasn't been great. 
That much is a fact. No, he has not been. No, he definitely has not been, especially when it comes to uh, to, to throwing the ball. I mean, he's been, believe, back-to-back weeks, he's had a completion percentage of around 55%. That's yeah, not good. Even, and he can't even have the blowout excuse that he had in week one. Uh, no, no. This was a game that they were uh, they were very much in. Uh, the good news, I, I guess, if, if you want some good news, is that he's still running, so that gives you a little something there. But yeah, it's it's bad news. It is really bad news, and I I would not be surprised if Deshaun Watson is another bad game. I would not be surprised if we start seeing Deshaun Watson getting cut from uh, from fantasy rosters. From fantasy rosters, I was like, please. Yeah, the Cleveland Browns are going to cut a guy that they have $263 million fully guaranteed to. Maybe in the offseason. They can't afford it. I'm sure they'll find a way. They can't afford it. There's no cap maneuvering that they could do where they could afford to just say, okay, yeah, we're going to take Deshaun Watson's contract and we're going to throw it up. I'm actually going to look that up to see what the the dead cap would be for – for Deshaun Watson, because now, now you have me thinking. You know, I don't know. Well, here's the thing: this is Deshaun Watson without the safety blanket of Nick Chubb, as well. Mm-hmm. And oh god, Nick Chubb! Uh, I just hope he can like that. Felt like shades of Willis McGahee. That's the first thought that popped in my head when I saw that injury. Adam, you want to take a guess how much it'll it'll be a dead cap to cut Deshaun Watson next year? Like per year? Or just for next year. Just for next year? Just for next year. Um is it like 60 million or something like that? No. Is it higher? Higher. Hundred million? Higher. Two hundred million? Two hundred million nine hundred and fifteen thousand. In wow. dead cap it. Wait, isn't that like the entire contract? No. How much? How much was the contract? Uh, it was five years, two hundred and thirty million dollars. Oh boy. So yeah. basically, no, it's the rest of the contract is the dead cap because it's fully guaranteed. Yes. Yes. Oh. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. Two hundred million dollars. Yeah, the, uh, the 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 cap doesn't even go that high, so they are stuck with him. Oh, whether they shame. like it or not, what a shame. Um, anyway, so I agree. I think that Deshaun Watson might be getting cut from fantasy teams if he has another bad game, and like highly, it's highly possible. Where's the light at the end of the tunnel? There is none for for Cleveland or for him specifically. There, there is none. There um, is none. He just he just looks bad. He just looks really really bad. Yeah. Um, and we're kind of running out of excuses. Where it's like, oh, he's rusty. Oh, he hasn't played in a year and a half. Oh, he was suspended for eleven games. Oh, it was raining. Oh, it's a blowout. Like, come on. At some point. You got to call it like it is. At least he didn't blame his coaches like somebody else did. No, he did not blame his coaches. Who we'll get to. 
Yes, he yes, we will. Um, let's move on and go to the running backs. Mm-hmm. Jerome Ford. I he and did now not go Kareem Hunt. And now Kareem Hunt. He didn't go for as much fab as I thought he was going to um in our non guillotine league. I only got beat up by five dollars. And I bet that was the lowest I, one that I saw. And I bid fifty. So that was the lowest one that I saw. I did not see Jerome Ford go for less than sixty percent. Yeah. And I mean, I still think that it's a worthwhile investment because I don't think it's going to be like it was before with Kareem Hunt in tow, where, you know, it's going to be more of a split. I think, I mean, call it coach speak, but I feel like Kevin Stefanski is like Jerome Ford's our guy. I put, I put this on Twitter when I was responding to somebody. The Browns had an option between Jerome Ford or Kareem Hunt in the offseason. And they chose Jerome Ford. Yeah. Simple. He's been there. He's in game shape. He's ready to go. Did he look fantastic last week? No. He had he had one big run, which really helped his day significantly and made his line a lot better than maybe it could have been. But this is a tough matchup against the Titans. This is a really, really, really tough matchup. The best run defense, at least so far, in the National Football League are the Tennessee Titans. Correct. You're starting Jerome Ford if you paid big buck for him. But I think this is a matchup where we're going to see, I would at least have expectations be a little bit tempered because of how difficult the matchup is. And I'm really going to be curious to see what the Browns look like now that arguably their most important player is now gone. And yes, I'm yeah. aware that miles that miles Garrett is there. I would say Nick Chubb is more vital to that football team than miles Garrett is. Well, they're most I, don't, important, I don't think it's a hot take. Their most important offensive player, their most important player period. Yeah. They are a run first team. That ball goes when Nick Chubb goes. And Miles Garrett is a top five defensive player in football. But you take Miles Garrett away from that defense, that defense probably still is what it is, maybe a little bit worse. But Nick Chubb, not in that offense, it could get ugly. It could get really ugly. Yeah, it could get really ugly. I mean, I guess the only, I don't know, the only light, quote unquote, maybe for... Sean Watson is that the Browns might be throwing a lot because they might not be him. able to get it. They might not be able to get a run game going. It could help him or it could further expose him. One or the other. Yeah. Um, and then let's segue that into the receivers and the tight end for Cleveland. I think this is a good matchup for the likes of Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore. Cause it, it, like I've been saying, you know, these past couple of weeks, you can throw on the Titans. You just can't run on them. So I, I think when you're looking at, you know, at the wide receiver matchups here and you're saying to yourself, okay, you know, how are the Browns going to attack this Titans offense? The way that they're probably going to end up doing it is in the air. And the question is just going to come down to, okay, you know, what what's Deshaun Watson going to be able to do? The good news for the for the Browns receivers is that the Titans have allowed over 200 yards receiving to the receiver position 
in two straight weeks. They've allowed a touchdown to the receiver position in two straight weeks. Last week, they allowed two touchdowns, both to Keenan Allen. So if we're going off of that and we're going and we're going off of um, what they've done so far this season, then I would probably say that, yeah, Amari Cooper is a, is, is a pretty good start. Let me just see where I have him in my ranks. I have Amari Cooper at... I'm looking for him. I'm looking for him. Looking for him. Oh, there he is. I have him as my wide receiver 22. Yeah, they have allowed 49.3 points to the New Orleans Saints in full point PPR. And they allowed 54.7 points to the Chargers in full point PPR. That is good for 30th against receivers. So, um, yeah. Third worst. Go. Yes. Third worst. Yeah. All right. And then uh David Njoku to finish it off. Um, he's fine, I guess. Okay. Better options cool. out there. Like I, cool. I would I would be starting if Laporta's out there, send Laporta. I, I would be looking for him. I would be looking for him. Um, I would be looking for what are you looking for, Luke Musgrave? Yeah, yeah, I think I would. I think I would be looking for Musgrave over Njoku. All right, actually, that's not the last thing because I do want to. Are the defenses worth it? Either defense, absolutely not. Okay, just uh, Browns. Browns there. lower end starting option. Titans no. Alrighty, let's um, go. You know, I take that back. I take that back. Mm-hmm. If you're desperate, if you're really desperate, then the Titans could be all right. Yeah, but think of all of what we just said about their secondary. If you're really desperate, and I mean extraordinarily desperate. Yeah, but like, I don't know. I'm not like they're like they're, they're they're in the twenty range for me. They're in the twenty range. Kansas City's defense is still out there in over half, like in over fifty percent of leagues. They're my number three defense this week. The Chiefs. I would much rather start them. Yeah, so they're probably available. I would start um, I would start both defenses and Lions Falcons. I would start the Packers defense against the Saints. I would start the Bengals defense against the Rams on Monday night. The defense I wouldn't start over them. It would not be starting I would start the Titans over the Texans, the Colts, the Buccaneers, the Broncos, the Chargers. All right. Yeah, there are better options out there. Yeah, but if you're if you're desperate and you're looking at was what has Sean Watson done the first couple of weeks? He's made defenses look all right. I mean, the Steelers were just carved apart in week one. And what did Deshaun Watson do in week two? He fed the Steelers 26 points. Yeah. It could work, but we'll see. All right. Next game um, is the Denver Broncos at the Miami Dolphins. Will Denver get a win? Probably not this week. Um, to the now. Both uh, Dolphins receivers are both 
fantasy relevant receivers are on the injury report, but they'll you know, both play. It's Wednesday. So they'll both play. Yeah. It's just it's just how it is. I feel like Tyree Kill was on the injury report a lot last year, also. He so. was. Um, and although Jalen Waddle is in the concussion protocol, so I mean it's something to monitor at least. Yes, it absolutely is. Um, even though Mike McDaniel said he's not worried about the timeline for Waddle. So that yep. is according to uh, Joe Shad of the Palm Beach Post. So we'll see. Yep. And Joe, um, and Joe does good work. Yeah. Oh, do you, you're a fan of his work? I am a fan. I am. A oh, fan. that's, that's cool. Yep. Always love supporting the beat reporters. They, they, they really do. They lay the foundation. I've gotten to know a few of them, and let me tell you, there's some there's some of them that are really, really good people. Yeah. Um, for Denver, it's nothing that we don't already know. Um sucks for Greg Dolchich being on the being on injured reserve. Yep. Um, but otherwise, let's get into the game. Uh Russell Wilson. Low end starting option. I don't know. Against the against the Dolphins, he's a low end starting option. Yeah, okay. He's my QB eighteen. I mean, he's looked better. Like he, the offenses look better. They've just been unlucky. But yeah, the real debate that I, that I would have is whether or not I would start Russell Wilson over Daniel Jones or Brock Purdy. Ooh, that is a debate. Definitely a debate. But he's a, he's a low end starting option. He's fine. All right. He's fine. We'll probably have to throw a ton. Uh, the yardage, though, is definitely a concern for sure. But especially if the Dolphins go up big, then we'll see Russell Wilson throwing the ball all over the park, which is which is which is potentially good news for him. Yeah, it's just how they get up big. Like uh, if Russell Wilson's throwing three picks, then that's a problem. Yes. Uh, Javante Williams is next. Ugh. A, t- a tough one. Definitely a tough one. He's a flex option for me. Um, just because the matchup is still okay. I just have a tough gauge on it because if you look at who they faced in the first two weeks, they went up against Austin Eckler and Austin Eckler slash Josh Kelly. And then they went up against Ramondre Stevenson. Those are some pretty good running back groups that they have in in uh, Los Angeles and then in, in, in New England. Th- this is pretty much the litmus test for me to see where the Dolphins defensive line is at. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, a flex, he's I, a flex option. Yeah. And honestly that 41.5 point showing by the chargers uh, running backs really does inflate the average a bit for Miami. Of course. So of course keep, keep it in mind. Um, and then Samaje P Ryan, Probably due for a vulture touchdown or something like that, because that's just what he does. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be, I don't know if I'd be starting him though. No, but just be aware. Sure. I mean, last week the guy getting the the vulture vulture touchdown was Jaleel McLaughlin. That's true. Also, so who knows? Um, and then for the receivers, looks like. Jerry, you know, Jerry Judy and Corwin Sutton, both healthy. Yes, Bird. 
both healthy, but who scored the fucking touchdowns last week was Marvin Mims and Brandon Johnson. I know. Because, yeah, of course, that's exactly what I thought, that Brandon Johnson was going to catch two balls and have two touchdowns, and same thing with Marvin Mims. Marvin so, Mims. No, Marvin Mims just had one touchdown. He did. Yeah, that's exactly what ex- exactly how I thought that was gonna go. Um they're they're both like wide receiver threes against against the Dolphins. So lower lower end flex options. And then who is playing tight end for them? Oh, Adam Troutman, of course. Hell your no. Fa- your favorite, your favorite. Hell no. Okay, moving on. Miami, you're starting everybody. You're starting everybody. Tua, yeah. you're starting Mostert. You're starting Tyreek. You're starting Waddle. You're not starting other tight ends. Easy and enough. The Miami, and the Miami defense, you do start. Yep, that works. Broncos, uh, Broncos defense, probably just because the Broncos defense, they are, you know, half decent. You could potentially give them a look, but... I'd rather start the Titans over them. Oh, that's that's risky. With the Dolphins offense, that's risky. Right. You'd, have, you'd be banking on sack production there. Yeah. I'd rather start the Titans. Especially in leagues where you get negative points for defenses that perform I, horribly. I would rather start the Titans. Yeah. So I, I'm, more, I'm more confident in, in projecting Deshaun Watson to throw an interception than I am in Tua. Yeah, I agree. All right. Next up, Houston at Jacksonville, a divisional showdown. Who who won Houston? In Superflex, CJ Stroud's okay. Definitely okay. He's looked better than I think um, I could have at least projected. So uh, really good for CJ Stroud. I, I would start him in Superflex. 14-team leagues, maybe in 12, but not in 10. Damian Pierce. No, not for me. I'd be sitting. Yes, the the Jacksonville defense, the run defense is very good for them. Uh, Damian Pierce is my RB thirty. He, I'm very, very, very down on on Pierce. They 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 need close games for for Pierce to be effective, and uh, the Jaguars. Somehow going to keep the Texans involved in this game long enough? No, they're going to boat. They're going to boat race them. I, I, that's what it's projected. But the, these division games are always wonky. They always are. But then, just even looking at the schedule the next couple of weeks, the Steelers, the Falcons, and the Saints. Where, where are they picking up a win there? Maybe yeah. they'll have a close game actually against the Steelers. It depends on how Kenny Pickett looks. But this team is in trouble. And they don't have a first round pick. No. No, they don't wait. Do they? No. They don't have they don't have Cleveland's? No. Oh. No. Where do they trade? Well, they don't first have their own for they don't have their own first round pick. Now you're making me second guess that, Adam. Yeah, I was like, they got a million picks in the Deshaun Watson trade. I'll tell you now. Let's go to spot track and see. I have it. Okay. I have it. 
One of these days they'll make a cap friendly equivalent. They already made it a cap friendly equivalent for the NBA. One of these they do. days they make... do. They have the Browns first round pick. They do not have their own. Ah. They do not have their own. Okay. So then yes, you were correct. But this is this is the last year that they have um any picks that they acquired from the Deshaun Watson deal. This is it. Although, I mean, now I'm curious. I'll look this up later. Because I'm curious as to where that first round pick was or went. For what? Like, why do they trade or where do they trade it? Which first round pick? The the Texans' own first round pick. They traded it to the Cardinals. They traded it to the Cardinals when they traded up to get Will Anderson. Oh, right. Yeah. I forgot. Yes. Now the Cardinals. So now the Cardinals potentially have two top. Five at least picks. Oh, so they can have Caleb Caleb and Marvin Harrison. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Oh, how ironic. Marvin Harrison Jr. torching the Colts twice a year. That's weird. That's going to be weird if that's the case. Yeah. It'd be backwards is what it would be. Anyway, that's okay. (laughs) That rabbit hole awaits you. Um. So, yeah, it's really it for the Texans, I think. Although, no, 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 Nico, Nico Collins. Yep. 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 I started about Bobby trees. Yes. Deep leagues. 12 teams as a, fl- as a flex and full point PPR. Sure. That might be my favorite nickname I had. You have for a player is Bobby trees. Great guy. Great guy. Absolutely love him. Uh, Dalton Schultz. Never. So sad okay. it's happened to Dalton Schultz. He was a I favorite. Of, he was such a favorite of mine. Yep. And now he's just in purgatory. Now he's just rotting away. Sucks. Yeah. Jacksonville, you're starting you, everybody. You're starting everybody. You're starting Trevor. Uh, you're starting Travis, depending on, you know, health there. But it looks like he'll be okay. I think his situation was just cramps. So I think I think he's okay. Uh, I don't even think he's on the injury report. Okay, so if he's ever on the injury report, then, he's, then he'll be totally fine. Uh, Ridley, yes. Kirk, yes. Jones, deep leagues, yes. Uh, and Evan Ingram, yes. Yeah, and the Jaguars defense. I expect I expect Evan Ingram to score this week too. All right, I'm expecting j- just just a bit of a hunch, just a, b- a bit of a hunch, but I- I'm expecting an Ingram touchdown this week. Yep, and I like the Jaguars' defense in yep. this game. Yep, top 10 play. Start him. All right. Let me see. What other teams that, I can, that we could talk about to avoid talking about the Jets? Um, all right. Indianapolis at Baltimore, and then we'll talk about the Jets. Uh, Anthony Richardson. Still Start. Concussion. Start. Well, he's still in. Okay. Yep. He, all right. Is he, he's in the concussion protocol, correct? Yeah. If he plays, if he plays, it's a smash play for Anthony Richardson. Start him. All right. Just Dude's a stud. Dude is a stud. Because we're recording today, Wednesday, um, just check your injury. Check the injury reports, please. Yeah, and I'll I'll do more. I'll I'll check up on Richardson um over the next day or so and then I will uh I'll have more information on that then on the mailbag on Saturday. Um, and then, I mean, 
Zach Moss had a pretty good game. Look, so, he was the only running back that got touches in the backfield for the Colts. So I, I think by default, he by default he falls into flex level territory. So you can definitely consider him in all formats. Yeah, but Baltimore has got a stout run defense. Yes, they so. do. Yes, they do. Temper expectations. Um, yeah. And then the receivers, Michael Pittman. Pittman. I guess it's the, yeah. Pittman. Start him. Whether cool. whether it is Richardson or whether it is Minshew, start him. I mean, Gardner Minshew has looked competent at least. Yeah, yeah. I it's not the has. end of the world. No, no, definitely not. Definitely not. There's no. There's no reason. There's no reason to panic. If um, if if Minshew plays over Richardson when it comes to when it comes to shares of of Michael Pittman. Yeah, I agree. And then outside of that, you're not starting any other pass catcher for for the Colts. That makes sense. All right, uh, Baltimore. You're starting Lamar Jackson. Yep, begrudgingly, um, but yes, yes. I mean, the hasn't running backs good. just hasn't looked good. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I said it a lot. Of- I said it after they won last week against Cincinnati. Congratulations, you're two and up, but you still stink. They stink. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're a stinky, stinky team. What's just Baltimore? They find ways to win. Yep. That's what they do. Yep. They do. They grind out results. That's it. Yeah. And like, I feel like a lot of quarterbacks have that we are accustomed to seeing perform well have just been super slow starters. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure we will talk about four of them are in the are in the AFC North. Literally. Um <laughs> and there's some concerns about all of them. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh the running back situation is whatever. It's Gus Bus. It's Gus Bus. Yeah. That's the guy that I would be starting. Guys could be getting the goal line work, but just keep an eye out because the Ravens, the Ravens did sign Kenyon Drake today. Oh, well, don't they have Melvin Gordon also? They have Melvin Gordon also, and they have Justice Hill. Yeah, Justice Hill, who did not practice on Wednesday, who's dealing, and he's dealing with turf toe. One of the worst. I've heard it's very painful. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I've seen dudes who have had turf toe, and uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it ain't good. That's not a fun injury. Yeah. Um, Odo Beckham. Uh, not practice. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go not ahead. E- not even practice. Not practicing today. Uh, with that ankle. Interesting, because I, I, if I remember correctly, I believe um, I believe John Harbaugh said that it wasn't a concern for them that the Odell injury wasn't so serious. So keep an eye out for injury reports. Injury reports on Thursday. But with that being said, I'm not starting Odell Beckham. I'm not starting Rashad Bateman. I am starting Zay Flowers. Mamma mia. That's a great boy. And obviously, Mark Andrews. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? It's gonna be Zay. Go on, oh. song, Adam. That's a that's a new one. It, I, listen, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to you know construct new songs for for all of my friends. It's gonna be Zay. 
I love watching the creative process live and not in person, but still live. I'm I'm just constructing just genius in this head. Yep. It's just like Lennon and McCartney just working in there, writing songs. Oh, you fucking know it. <laughs> you know it. Oh, my God. So I guess it makes you the Ringo then. Oh. Why, I mean, you don't at like least, Ringo? At least I'm alive. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You're so offended by Ringo. I don't what's know. Your, what's your beef with Ringo? I don't I don't have a beef with Ringo. I love Thomas Tank Engine. Huh? He was a he was, he was a narrator on Thomas or like one of the voices, I think. Wait, 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 wait. What? Yeah, Ringo. Ringo Starr. I was today years old when I learned this. <laughs> really? Really? Ladies and gentlemen, this segment of Useless Facts by Adam has been brought to you in part by insert sponsor here. Someone want to sponsor us? Go ahead. Go ahead. Please, please sponsor us. Please sponsor us. Adam with another useless fact. Thank you very much. I had was, no idea. I had no idea about this. This this was, is this is stunning information. Truly. He was he was the narrator for Thomas Tank Engine and Friends. And he also played the conductor on Shining Time Station, which I guess is in the Thomas Tank Engine Extended Universe. I, don't know. I guess so. This is th- this is stunning to me. I'm surprised. Really, you didn't know? You didn't no, know about this? I had no idea. Oh. And when I was when I was younger, please, Thomas Tank Engine was my shit. I mean, what kid didn't like Thomas Tank Engine growing up? Frankly, uncultured ones. Anyway, you, you know, like, you know, like those parents that said they wouldn't let their kids watch SpongeBob because they thought it would make them dumb. I, I my parents were not like that, but uh, my, mine were not like that either. SpongeBob. Oh, it's it's magical stuff. Have you heard? And before we uh, carry on here, have you heard on like the the interweb right now? Like the new AI shit that has like characters and 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 people covering like modern songs. Have you no, heard this? I have not. So do you know um, "Way Too Good at Goodbyes" by Sam Smith? Yeah. On TikTok, there is an AI cover of Patrick and Plankton singing "Way Too Good at Goodbyes" by Sam Smith. Man, technology is weird. It put me in my bag. You know, I thought it was funny. There are some bloopers on the internet you can find of Tom Kenny, who's the voice of SpongeBob, just like sit, just like venting to somebody in the SpongeBob voice, like cursing and everything. And it's the best. It's absolutely the best. Voice well, actor. I, I, I have to send. I have to send you the video. It put it put me in my bag. One of my favorite things to listen to as an audio guy, my, one of my favorite things to listen to is voice actor bloopers. They're the best. They are very funny. They are very funny as an audio guy. I do get a kick out of them. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so Ringo's fine, I guess. He's always shorthand as like, you know, 
the weak the weakest member of the group. Oh. So that that's why. That's why I have like something internalized about Ringo. I'm sure he's a great person. No, the weakest member of the group is Yoko Ono. Well, of the core four. The core four, yes. Yes. Yoko yeah. though. Ugh. We don't we don't stand Yoko here. <laughs> um anyway. So you're starting Mark Andrews. Yeah, yeah. Going, going back course, to reality. And, course, and then of course you're starting my good my good buddy. It's gonna be Zay. Yes. And you're it's starting to be Zay. Do you start the Ravens defense in this uh, one? Yes. Yes. Regardless? Yep, regardless. All right. We're out of one o'clock games to talk about. No, we're not. So can you let me finish my sentence, please? We're out of one I, o'clock. I, I've been waiting for this. No, we're, we're out not. of where if you would let me finish my sentence, I would I would have said we're out of one o'clock games to talk about, except for Patriots Jets. Biggest game of your season. Uh, fuck the Pats. The biggest game of your season. And it's very sad that we're sitting here. We're talking about the Jets season. The hopes and dreams of it rest in week three. I know. I know it sucks. It it does suck. Uh, By the way, it's just a shame, a shameless plug, but. Uh, we're all friends. We're all friends here. Uh, please go listen to the Jetsway podcast and their interview with uh, WFAN legend uh, Joe Beningo. That uh, was with uh, our good buddy Jake. And uh, yeah, even as a non-Jets fan, I got a real good kick out of it. It was a good, good, good time. So go check it out. Jetsway podcast. I'm a big fan of Joe. He's great. He was very funny. He was very funny. He made me laugh. He yeah, he's he was always funny. Like him, his show with Evan was one of my favorites on the fan. Yep. Um, it was. I was. It was, jo- it was Joe and Evan, and then it was, of course, the the goat of all radio programs, Boomer Garden. Yeah, I'm not a huge uh, whatever. Well, I like Boomer. I like Boomer, but Carton's a little. I Carton's second stint at Fan. I'm not like a. I wasn't like a huge fan of. I liked sure. Boomer. Sure. Boomer and Carton was really great. Okay. The, the second, Evan and Carton, not really my ish. Yeah. Not really my ish. But Boomer and Carton, every day, every day going to school, what would I listen to? Boomer and Carton. Every day. He was nice that one time I saw him at work when I worked at the fan. Have you, have you ever heard of the, um, and this is the last thing we'll talk about. We have a lot more to do and we're, late already um have you heard of the uh 12 days of christmas that boomer and carton did for mike francesca no <laughs> okay i'll send you something else okay so two it's, things it first i heard i pissed my pants laughing yeah that's uh that's always funny um, pissed my was... pants laughing one of the first uh, times I was starstruck at work was I was going to get interviewed for the job at FAN um, and Joe Beningo was just like there 
and he like opened the door for us as we were walking. I was like, oh my God, that's 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 Joe. Holy shit. Um <laughs> it was it was pretty sick. It was, was your mom. really yeah, I was like, oh my God, this is actually WFAN. But anyway, that's besides the point. Where we have deviated long enough. Let's talk about the Jets. Oh. Please, Zach, don't don't do this. Don't don't fuck up. I'll make this very simple for you. You ready? Yeah. You're starting Brees and you're starting Garrett. That's it. Yeah. Basically. That's it. That's it. It sucks. Garrett. Garrett is my wide receiver 21 this week. I mean, you just got to hope he breaks off a, a fluky touchdown again. I think that 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 beautiful, beautiful man in New England, Mr. Bill Belichick, just looks to shut him down. Shut him down. You sound like a like a Pittsburgher talking about talking like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm, I'm extending. I'm extending my uh, my reach. And it was so nice to hear my good buddy, Jamie Callagher, talking about the UCL today when I got to watch Arsenal. It was so nice. My good buddy. <laughs> friend of mine. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's it for the Jets. So, have you heard anything about the Jets getting a real quarterback? Uh, no. Oh. Nope. As far as, far as I've heard, as far as I've heard, they are going to ride out with, with what they got. If, you know, anything, if anything, they're, they're going to sign a veteran sort of guy, but they're not going to bring in a game changer at the position. That's from what I've heard. I might have changed but my no answer. Names. No names. I might, have to, I might have changed my answer to the question that you asked me after week one. If the coaching staff in the is would get fired if the Jets disappoint this year, because if they ride it out again, with Zach, I just don't. I don't know. Well, it's already point. it's already a very bad look for Joe Douglas and company. They did not re-sign Mike White, and they let them go. To, let them go to a division rival. Also, yep. yep. Not a good look. Not a good look. No, not a good look at all. Uh, for the Patriots, the only the only guys that I'm comfortable starting definitely are Ramondre Stevenson and Hunter Henry. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's it's going to be tough, though. It's going to be tough. Sledding I, would start, for... I would start both defenses, though. I would. Because it's a low scoring game in the trenches. Plenty of sacks. You're going to get your turnovers as well. Both defenses are fine starts. I think the Jets defense is pissed off, too. Based on they've, oh, heard, yeah. they've heard all week about how bad they played versus the Cowboys. They're going to come out with a big time chip on their shoulder. Yeah, and then Bill Belichick already hate, just hates the Jets with the with the burning passion of a thousand suns. So oh, yes, he does. Yes, he does. Always. I bet those three to four years he spent working with the Jets were probably the worst years of his life. <laughs> probably. He's just like I'm just here because Bill's here because Bill Parcells is here. I'm here so I don't get fined. <laughs> Um, okay. So let's go into the four o'clock slate or two twenty-five if you're me and in ended mountain time. Um watching football early is fun, by the way. You should try it sometime. It's awesome. It's the best. Yeah. 
make sure you're three hours behind and you get done with football in California and it's eight o'clock. It's like, wow, I have the rest of the night to just, you know, do whatever I want to do. It's, it's, awesome. I know it's the best. It's best. really, it really is. Yeah. Um, okay. So Bears, Chiefs, lot to talk about in this game. So, Bird, let's talk about Justin Fields, the Justin Fields conversation. No, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Nope. 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 If I was... I'm trying really hard not to, like, erupt. If I were a head coach of a team, right? And my quarterback was blaming my coaching, my coaching staff, my people for his shitty play. I honestly can give a rat's ass if it's Tom Brady. You where his ass would be? On the bench. On the bench. 100%. That's what happened to Zach when he blamed the coaching. Yep. And and didn't take accountability for his fuck-ups. Uh-huh. Exactly. No, why why we're even having this discussion about, you know, uh is Justin Fields right? Should Justin Fields play? Blah, 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 blah. It, it, it's 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 ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. That comment that Justin Fields made was just it was just so incredibly stupid. It really honestly. It was so it was so just dumb headed, boneheaded, stupid. That was a that was a stupid, stupid, stupid thing that he said. And up to me, he wouldn't be playing on on my, on my football team. But the good news is is that um, Matt, this is not Matty Rufus's guy, so he can go to management at the end of the season and say, "Well, this isn't my guy. This dude's gone off the reservation. That's not my problem." Yeah, I mean, it's not working. And uh, they, no, no, this is like this is a huge game for him and huge game because they're going to get destroyed. But at least you want to be able to see that he can throw, which he hasn't done. He hasn't ran the ball either, which we all thought was his strength. He hasn't done that. Well, here's the thing about the NFL is that if they find something that they that you consider a strength, then they try to minimize that strength and game plan against that strength. That would be correct, Adam. And try to, you know, mitigate it. That would be correct. And we've seen that has happened to Justin Fields a little bit. But also, I guess, I mean, I read somewhere, I don't know how how accurate, I guess, it is. But, like, they just don't do a lot of design runs for Justin Fields either. Um, No. And I mean, part of that might be because the, I don't know. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's like he ran a lot because he wasn't a great passer or, and like, so he continues to run all the time and not work on his passing. So when the, when he actually has to pass in situations, then he's, you know, underprepared. That That guy throws more on the sideline than any, than any quarterback I've ever seen. Justin Fields. That dude throws all 
the time. And we still don't know if he's a good passer. Like, that's just, you're starting him, but you don't feel good about it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I would not feel good about it if I, no, no, if you, I can't. Was you can't. A manager with Justin Fields on my team. No, 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 no. Um, I mean, anybody else? Uh, DJ Moore. Yeah. DJ Moore, yes. DJ Moore, yes. And anybody else? No. No Khalil Herbert. Uh, no Roshan Johnson yet. But I think Khalil Herbert stinks. And I think Roshan, that was a guy that, that the coaching staff drafted. This administration drafted him. So I think we're going to see in due course, it's going to go to Roshan. Yeah, I think so. Cash money. I guess all those times that we asked, why is Claire Herbert being drafted in the 13th round? He's a starting running back on an NFL team. Now we we, we understand. Yeah, because he stinks. Yeah. <laughs> Which we completely underestimated. He stinks. Yeah. Um, for the Kansas City Chiefs, a couple notable injuries, but we will see how this goes as the week goes on. But Isaiah Pacheco and Kadarius Tony both did not practice on Wednesday. Isaiah Pacheco's is more worrying because it's a hamstring injury. Yeah, it's definitely a problem. Uh, Kadarius Tony, it was a sprained toe, which I, what was the, uh, the injury that kept him out of camp? Was it like a knee or an ankle? Uh, I believe it was a knee. Oh, I believe. Don't quote me on that, though. Yeah, so that's kind of that for Kansas City. But like you're still starting. I mean, I don't know. If Isaiah Pacheco doesn't play, would you feel comfortable starting Jarrett McKinnon? No, not really. Not really. Yeah. Not honestly, yeah, McKinnon it just has not done anything for you. No, it's it's Mahomes and Kelsey. Deep leagues, Sky Moore could be an interesting, interesting dart throw. Yeah. He seems like you know, guy catches a random touchdown. Like it seems like that kind of game for Sky Moore. Well, we're looking for the 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 guy next to Travis Kelsey to emerge, and he could be a candidate. Kadarius Tony could be a candidate, but if Kadarius Tony doesn't play or Pacheco doesn't play, that opens up more targets for for Sky Moore. Yep. Um, and then you're starting the Chiefs defense, as you said, you're a yep. top three for you. Yep. Yes, absolutely. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we have two more games, and it's the next one is on Sunday night. Brutal Sunday night game. I can tell. Yeah. I can tell you. I can tell you where I won't be Sunday night. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. Yeah. Well, you won't be there because you'll be. We'll be recording the yep. review show. Oh, one thousand percent. I will make sure that I am recording during that game, just so I don't <laughs> have to watch it. A game that used to be good. A rivalry game that used to be like there used to be a rivalry that used to be good in this in yeah, you know this game this game's gonna be brutal yeah uh the Steelers and the Raiders in Vegas 
Uh, yeah. I don't know. If there's any game... Well, okay. I'm jumping the gun. Penny Pickett. No. No. Not at this point? No. I need to see it. All right. Raiders are a good matchup. He should be able to explore it, but... Sorry. He hasn't done it yet. He hasn't done it yet. I, 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 no. No, 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 no. Too cute. Um, is this, if there's any week for Najee Harris to do something, it's this week. The Raiders are terrible. You would think so. Against the run. You They're would think last, so. last in points against running backs currently. And granted, small sample size, but still, this just it just feels like I, I saw someone said this, and I, I I apologize to this person that I can't give them credit because I forgot who the hell it was that said it, but the person said that Najee Harris and Jalen Warren is Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard. I thought that was a really great comp. I got a really good one. Yeah, actually, that is surprisingly accurate. Yeah, it, it is. Only the main difference is I think that Warren is going to unseat Najee. I mean, in PPR, would you rather start Warren or Najee? Najee I think that's the one handcuff I'm happy that I actually got but like that that's the, that's the thing I if even this know. were a good situation I'd be able to say Najee yep that's who I want to start it's not it's not like I'm in trade talks in one of my leagues right and I know that I'm going to be shorthanded because the guy that I'm trying to get is Cooper Cup. I'm trying to get him. And I know I'm going to be shorthanded for a couple of weeks if I do this deal. I would be comfortable starting Jalen Warren as a flex for the next couple of weeks if it means I can land Cooper Cup. Okay. That's a very specific situation. It's but... a very specific situation, but it, the the whole point of what I'm getting at is... I am comfortable starting Jalen Warren if I absolutely have to. Yeah, honestly, I'm fighting a couple of things on my own team with Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. Yeah. As far as flex spots, because, yeah, it's it's tough. It's definitely tough. It sucks. It, it sucks. It's a, it's a really you know shitty, terrible, awful situation. Um. Yeah. Uh. What about you know? George Pickens is a guy. I know that like looking at the guillotine, George Pickens was on a team that was threatening to you know be disbanded. I was like, oh man, I'm so I'm totally gonna bid, you know, put in some fab on that. Uh, because I think that George Pickens is good. Uh yeah, you're starting George Pickens. Yep. Yeah, it's a long-winded yes, yes, way yes, of yes, saying yes. that. Yeah, you're um, starting Pickens. 
Anybody else? Frymouth. Is, yeah. Frymouth. I would consider it. He's healthy? Uh, yeah, that's what it's looking oh. like. All right. Yeah, he's not on the um, injury report, so I guess we're good on that. Uh, and then Vegas. So, Jimmy G? Hell no. Josh Jacobs? Uh, yes. Yes. It's not... It's not full panic time for Josh Jacobs yet. I think he scores this week. Somebody has to. At home, I think he scores. And then, I mean, Devontae also has been, it's been not great for him. Yeah, it hasn't been great yet. But I also think he scores, especially, you know, if we're talking about there's the potential that Devontae is going to be in a matchup you know, going up against a older Patrick Peterson or a younger Joey Porter Jr., then, yeah, I think Devontae could definitely take advantage of that. And and if Jacoby Myers comes back too, which is looking like, you know, that's the way it's trending, I think Jacoby Myers could be a, a good low-end flex play in, uh, in full-point PPR. Oh, that's interesting. That's cool. Um, and then anybody else? Uh, nope. All right, let's move on to our last game. Steelers that, defense, I would start. By the way, Steelers defense, I would start. Yeah, probably not. I don't think the Raiders defense is a good is a good no. play at this point. No, 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 no. All right, uh, last game, Super Bowl rematch on Monday night uh, between the Rams and the Bengals. The big story, obviously is the Cam Akers has been traded to the Minnesota Vikings for basically a bag of balls. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. It's like one step above, like, um, you know, a conditional pick or whatever. Future considerations. Uh, yeah, it's in 2026. Like It's basically future considerations is what he got traded for. Pretty much. Um, yeah, so at least there's more clarity with the Rams backfield. Yeah. Yeah. They're definitely, they're, I mean, there definitely is, is that it's Kyron, it's Kyron Williams and, you know, you're definitely, you know, firing up. Yeah. Um, and are you starting Matt Stafford in this one? Um, yeah, yeah. As a super flex option. Yeah. Sure. All right. And we already talked about Kyron Williams. Yep. Obviously, your favorite, your new favorite uh, player, Puka Nakua. Oh, Puka Nakua. It means no worries for the rest of your days. Yeah, you're starting them. You're starting them. You're, you're moving. You're grooving. You're thriving. You're jiving as Puka Nakua gets double-digit targets, double-digit catches, Hopefully he scores. If he does score, that's fantastic. More gravy. Oh, Pukunakua. It means no worries for the rest of your days. Oh, I love that, man. Oh, he just gets me feeling some type of way, Adam. Love him. Great guy. Anybody else? Tyler Higby? Uh, Tutu Atwell. Yeah. Tutu Atwell, I, I would consider 12, 12 team leagues. 12 team leagues, Tutu Atwell, I, I would definitely consider. All right. 
Higby is a lower end starting option. All right, cool. Uh, for the Bengals, big story is obviously Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Monitor yeah. your injury reports. Yeah. And with it being Monday night, you have very limited time to figure out a plan if Joe Burrow is not going to go. This, t- okay. this sucks. This sucks because if, J- if Joe Burrow goes, then the Bengals guys are okay. If he doesn't go and it's Jake Browning, who has never thrown an NFL pass, every single every single Bengals player gets a downgrade. Yeah, and also you might be shit out of luck with a quarterback because yeah if, unless unless you pick up matthew stafford yeah unless you pick up matthew stafford or you're lucky enough where they announce it early enough on monday and you could go and pick up baker mayfield from the other monday night game yeah true i was actually yeah about to say that you no. like it's lu- it's lucky that there are two monday night games this week again oh uh, the, the 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 dual monday night thing sucks they i don't like get, it they, they need to get rid of that pronto I don't like it. I'm not a no, fan. I of hate it. it. I hate it. It just doesn't make any sense. If you're gonna do it, like I have, I have no problem that you're doing it, but spread the games out. Like have yeah. one start at six thirty, the other one start at nine thirty, or have one start at seven and the other one start at ten. That's what they used to do. They used to have like a you know right. they had don't let the games game. overlap with each other. That's so dumb. They had one game. There's usually an East Coast game or a Central game at eight or eight thirty, and then they had a West Coast game or Mountain Time game at ten. Yep, and and we all loved that. And I don't know why they they changed it because this is the National Football League, and anything anything that you know that is even a little bit smart, they decide to get rid of because common sense completely eludes these people. Yes, it's true. And then they just add a lot of dumb stuff like, oh, let's make you subscribe to Peacock for one game. Yep. In the season. Correct. You know, even though we love Peacock. Great network. Yeah. Well, I do. They do have the most episodes of Law and Order. Which uh, is, they, have the, they have the Premier League, which is that too, which is what I watch. And The Office. I haven't watched The Office in years. In years. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I guess everything, all these guys that I'm just going to mention are just like dependent on Joe Burrow, essentially. Pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, you may not have a, uh, you know, a better option if Joe Burrow doesn't go, but I mean, you got to play your horses. You got to play Mixon unless you have a better option. You got to play Chase. And you got to play Higgins, but you you have to be willing to ride it out with the Bengals unless you have Evans, Godwin, uh, Smith, Atwell, Nakua. Unless you have an option that can cover those guys, you you have to ride with them, or you bet just bench them all together. But I would not do that. I think that's yeah, way too especially cute. especially if you don't know like. Like for certain, like if Joe exactly. Burrow hasn't practiced all week or has been right. limited, like he's been, he hasn't practiced. Let's say he didn't practice today. He hasn't practiced tomorrow or right. Thursday. He hasn't 
and like maybe he doesn't practice on Friday or is limited, and then he practices limited on Saturday, then at that point, you ride it out. You ride it out with your dogs. No. Well, I feel like at that point, there's more, it's more likely that he's not going to play. If he doesn't practice for three weeks or for three days, and then he just logs or two days and logs two limited practices. I don't if know. I see limited for anything that Joe Burrow does, that is an assumption to me that he is trying to give it a go. Okay. The big the big day is Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Thursday, I expect a DNP. So there should be no panic for a DNP on Thursday. Friday, a little bit of panic if there's a DNP. Saturday, if there's a DNP, full-blown panic. Do what you got to do. Yeah. It just puts people between a rock and a hard place. And sure. if it is Jake Browning that starts, the Rams' defense is a massive start. Oh, Aaron Donald going up against Jake Browning? I tell you what would be actually a pretty good idea. If you have the if you have the Bucks or the Eagles defense, pick up the Rams. Pick up the Rams, hold them. And then when, if you have an idea about the situation with Burrow before Sunday, you drop him if he's playing. If he's not, then you have an entire day to think about, okay, am I going to roll with the Eagles or the Bucks, or am I going to roll with the Rams against Jake Brown? Yeah, honestly, I don't know why you would play the Bucks defense against Philadelphia. Well, right. I mean, that's just a, that's a hypothetical yeah. if you do have I mean. You probably got you probably have the Bucks defense from when they played Chicago. Right. So right. you might be holding on to them. So yeah. I guess it's it's a realistic situation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's about it. That's it. So looking forward to listening to the mailbag and um thank you for listening to this episode of the Basic Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. You can find all episodes wherever you get your podcasts. For my co-host at Birdsall, I'm Adam Castro. We'll talk to you next time. Bye bye. Oh,